just howling, screaming, big fat man with red wigs saying, I'm a woman. Give me access to those kids. <laughs> Give me those children. <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> I need your children. Have you ever felt a visceral attraction to a politician? There is not a liberal America and a conservative America. There is the United States of America. I am your voice. Ask yourself if they're really telling the truth. This is a secret innuendo being leaked out there about me. I was honestly concerned that he might lie about the nature of our meeting. This is Subliminally Correct, a bi-weekly podcast where we examine all the ways politicians and newsmakers are using psychological tactics to influence you every single day. And now, join myself, Taylor Sherman, certified hypnosis instructor and executive coach, along with my co-host, Alex Dobranik, political consultant and certified consulting hypnotist, on this episode of Subliminally Correct. And welcome to another episode of Subliminally Correct. Taylor, what do we have up for today? So today for our Halloween-themed episode, we have an episode of the podcast with lots of scary, spooky stuff. We are revisiting InfoWars and their main host, Alex Jones. Now, while InfoWars was banned from Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Apple, and Spotify, there's still many people who are supporting it. We're going to be listening to some clips here, and keep in mind that as we listen to them, that we are not endorsing any of his ideas here. In fact, many of them to us seem absolutely crazy, but we're going to be breaking down what makes him so persuasive to the point where him being banned made big news across all of the media. Now, if you are a little bit sensitive um, to various themes, especially those including sexual assault and uh, the abuse of minors, you might want to fast forward over some parts of this where Alex Jones starts talking because he is very, very provocative. And so this is a sensitivity warning to those particular groups who would be sensitive to that. So in this first clip now, we're going to be listening to him talking about how the whole thing is a setup and who he appreciates in the mainstream media and who he does not appreciate and exactly how he is like Donald Trump. So let's take a listen to this and we're going to dive right into how in the world people listen to this guy and continue listening week to week. Because the whole thing is a setup. Yeah, mercy death. Even kill black babies after they're born, ladies and gentlemen. You going to sign on to that? When I was on with T.I., he didn't want to talk about that. I'm not going to put T.I. down. He had courage to have me on. But he's not Alex Jones woke. Kanye West is Alex Jones woke now. Once you get woke like that, there's no going back. So by the way, people say, what level woke are you? You know, these leftist brainwashed people that spew all this garbage, they're the most unawake people. They're the most asleep people on earth. But once you get the big agenda, Everybody's on the same level because you're seeing the same thing. People say, how does Trump say the same thing you say like an hour later? And how, how, I mean, because I've had the New York Times call up and they've been on, you tweeted this 
five minutes for a speech. And then he said exactly what you said he'd say during the speech. And I said, we're simpatico. And that globalist looked at me and he just shook his head because they know how stuff works. They're mad that we've got a sixth sense way more powerful than them. Because when you serve evil, you lose the gifts God's given you. You get Satan's little twisted gifts, but you lose the literal superpowers that God's given us. And by the way, we're all created equal in God's eyes. I agree with the Declaration of Independence, but we're not all equal in our skills and what gifts we were given. I don't have the gift of being a long-distance runner. But I do have the gift of fortitude and focus. And the gift that nobody's ever knocked me out, including getting hit in the head with a lead pipe, axe handles, you name it. So we've all got different gifts, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. And so this this really is a scary episode. What we hear here is is really Alex Jones using a lot of the things that we talked about in that previous episode, but in new and different ways. So the biggest thing that stands out to me right here is the way that he's using that um, that starting and stopping method of speaking, where he talks in almost you know short bursts and allows that vacant silence to fill the recording. So that way you sort of have a minute there to uh, to focus and reflect on whatever it is that he just said, or perhaps if you have this on in the background while you're you know doing uh, housework or you're doing uh, your job. Um, your day job, you might have this on in the background and allowing that silence to almost allow you to get to what you are doing, but then have that person sort of come in with his voice piercing um, in between what you're working on and sort of uh, uh, sending those thoughts there into your mind and into your your background um, uh, cognition. And so that's what really stands out to me. That's something that you should you know pay attention to here. We are playing clips here that have a lot of that silence. And so it's important for you to focus. It might not um, it might not stand out to you immediately, uh, but if you pay attention to where he stops and how he stops, um, I think that he's doing it very intentionally, um, and it's super important. Yeah, and as he's talking, he has this stream of consciousness way that he goes about it where he's just saying things as if they're coming at the top of his head. So he goes into this whole thing about the wokeness scale. You know, so T.I. had the courage to have me on. Okay, I'm not going to, you know, talk bad about him. But then he pauses. He has that pause like Alex is talking about here. And he says, but he's not Alex Jones woke. (laughs) Kanye West is Alex Jones woke. And then, you know, you, you hear this. It's almost like, oh, well, he just all of a sudden. And I don't know whether he's just making it up or, you know, how does he get to this point? But as he says it, it somehow comes across as more authentic, you know, that he has to think about it or really go into it. And then, but see, what what is confusing about Alex Jones is that it seems like he's being really authentic, but then he just says stuff that is totally in fantasy land, okay? Then he just says stuff that is totally made up. So, you know, when you're woke, everyone is on the same level. And then he starts talking about how Donald Trump said something and then, you know, I I said it and then Donald Trump said it. And then the globalist asked me and I explained to the globalist that we are simpatico. So 
Think about all of what he just did there. He has brought in this sense of Donald Trump and how we're on the same level. So in his eyes, he's the same as the president. Okay, that's number one. Number two is that he goes into this storytelling mode, which we have seen Donald Trump himself do. And the storytelling is about this is what happened. Okay, I was telling this to a globalist. Now, who is he talking to? You know, we know even less of who he's talking to than when Trump does this tactic. Because at least with Trump, we know it was someone at his rally, some guy on the side that he talked to, right? With Alex Jones, it's just a globalist. And that globalist looked at me and he shook his head because they know how this stuff works. And they know this and they know that. And what does he mean by a globalist? You know, this is this terminology we talked about in the previous episode that these are these code words that his audience has been listening to for so long. And it starts to build this shared reality. And the other thing that you'll hear Alex Jones do a lot is that he goes into these metaphors. And the metaphors that he goes into, one of his favorite metaphors is leaning on religion. But which religion, I mean, it seems to be Christianity-based, but which religion exactly, which branch or denomination of Christianity is this, we can't really tell. Because then he starts talking about this thing about gifts. And we all have different gifts. And, you know, at that point you start to warm up and go, oh, yeah, he's talking about gifts. That's really nice. Like, I learned that in school. You know, we're talking about everyone's gifts. And then he says... We're not all equal in skills, and I don't have the gift of being a long-distance runner. And then he has that long, long pause, and then it's about, but I do have the gift of the fact that no one has ever knocked me out. I've been hit in the head by lead pipes, axe handles, you name it. I've been hit by all of that stuff, and I haven't been knocked out, which A really leads us to understand that Alex Jones seriously probably has some brain damage, and I'm not even joking here, right? (laughs) That's probably what's going on. Um, But B, like, think about what he's bragging about. He's bragging about the fact that someone can't knock him down with a lead pipe, and he just keeps going and keeps telling you the truth. That's, of course, the, the undercurrent of his, you know, InfoWars show. I'm going to tell you the truth. And then what, uh, you know, what gets me here, and you're going to hear this throughout the entire episode, is, you know, the way that he's talking about globalists and the way that he's talking about sort of people who don't agree with him. You know, he talks about how, you know, uh, he's turned around Kanye West and how, you know, Kanye West is now Alex Jones woke. And, you know, he uses that term woke right there, sort of taking a term from, you know, popular uh, liberal culture and sort of taking that and twisting it around saying that, oh, no, the the liberals aren't really the, you know, more enlightened or more, you know, uh, awakened people. It's us. We're the ones who are really awake. And so he's setting up that barrier there that if you are listening to me, then you're getting all of the right information And here's the people who agree with me, and they're enlightened as well. But those other people, those people who, you know, think that they're woke, they're actually not. Those globalists, they're actually not. And I've talked to them, so I have credibility because I've talked to a globalist, and they don't know how stuff works. You see that? They don't know how stuff works. 
he's not he's not backing this up he's not describing anything he's not explaining anything he's just saying they don't know how stuff works as a premise for all the things that he had previously said and then again goes into the whole the gifts almost in a spiritual sense right there and god and sort of using um those those uh those stories that you're probably familiar with um from religion spirituality and the bible and twisting them and redefining them and adding new meaning to them um basically just taking something that's familiar and then reframing it um in order to make his point and so you know he does this over and over again we have some more clips here where he's sort of reframing typical religious themes um and so in this next clip here we're going to be talking about some of his metaphorical language and the way that he uses metaphors and similes and and things like that to get the mind into a different place where now it's more receptive to you know his conservative messaging so let's take a listen to this clip and so we need to Think about those gifts and think about who wants to steal those gifts and turn those gifts towards his own wicked plans. We're going to talk about the real rabbit hole next segment and play some of these clips from Kanye and then that wicked devil, Michelle Obama, that linebacker of a wife. It's got that big roll of silver dollars in her pants. We're going to be talking about Mrs. Wokey Woke on the other side and the folks the men and women on the payroll and they got a job to do it boy they did a good job on the black people didn't they they're doing a good job on everybody else too and they're doing the same job we're going to talk about how to get out of that system get off the mental plantation get off the mental reservation and really get down to brass tacks about how the world really works and how God's got a big garden. And there's all these humans and all these animals and all these creatures that live on this garden, this planet. We've all got our skills. We've all got our gifts. And then we form a team. That we're all equal created by God. But that equalness is not distributed the same way with each person. And the entire globalist plan is about stunting you and dumbing you down and keeping you from embracing and grasping your real potential. So you hear it there is that you don't need to go and listen to some self-development guru. You don't even need to listen to the priester or preacher or pastor at your church. You don't need to listen to your professor or your teacher at school. Alex Jones is going to tell you the truth, and he's going to help you to reach your real potential. Now, real potential, that's when someone says there's the real this or the real that, that's a persuasive argument. It's, there's actually a name for it in, in philosophy and argument. It's called like a persuasive, it's just called a persuasive argument, where what they're saying is this is the real one and everyone else is fake. And so... He does a very, this is constant throughout all of what he's doing through his messaging is making it so that this is the only place you're going to get the truth. They tried to shut us down. That's just more proof that this is the only place you can get the truth because I'm going to tell you about the things that other people don't tell you about like the real rabbit hole. Okay. Now 
we all know rabbit hole, right? There's this idea from Alice in Wonderland going down that rabbit hole. And whenever we talk about that, it's this idea of going down some uh, spectrum of possibilities that we're going to get into some of what's really there, but we do understand it's expanding beyond what is here right now. But we hear him going into this idea of God's garden. And I just love this, you know, God's got a garden and there's all these humans and all these animals and all these creatures that have these gifts. It's like, oh man, like here we are, we're back in Sunday school, you know? And then we form a team. We form a team and we know that we're all equally created by God. So what he does is that he kind of warms you up with these you know, nice, fuzzy kind of Judeo-Christian type of messages. And then he twists it and turns it into some other place. And he talks about these specific figures that he really, really doesn't like. So he talks about things that the, the folks, the men and women on the payroll, and they've got a job to do. And boy, they did a good job there, didn't they? On the black people. We're going to talk about how to get out of that system. But having a payroll implies that there's an organized system where people are getting paid in order to mislead or direct or distort Americans away from the truth. So notice how he takes this concept of a job and he is playing along with that. You know, it's kind of like Joe Biden does this with hard work, right? Like, okay, there's the hard work and you're going to do it hard work at your job and Americans are going to be hard at the job. Um, But Joe Biden, when he does it, he usually stops at the place of reasonableness. You know, Alex Jones here takes it into someone else's doing a job, but the job they're doing is not an honest job. It's a job that's meant to mislead you. And it's a job that is based on a system. But what system is it specifically that he's talking about? We don't know. Another big theme that Alex Jones uses here is uh, sort of playing to the ideas that it's not your fault. And this really appeals to a lot of his demographic and makes them want to, you know, listen to this or identify with what he has to say because his message is that it's not your fault if you're behind in life or if you're, um, you know, not doing particularly well or, or whatever sort of issues you have in the world because this is all due to the globalists, the big globalist plan and that they want to keep you down, and that they don't want you to succeed, they don't want you to get off the plantation, get off the reservation, and uh, he sort of uses all of that to make people feel better. So if you're not doing that well in your life, and maybe you're somebody who's inclined to blame other people for your problems and maybe not take responsibility yourself, or maybe it's just easier for you to take, you know, uh, to, to pass the blame on to other people, And you listen to Alex Jones, and now suddenly, it's not your fault anymore. It's all of the globalists, it's all these other people, it's the big conspiracy, it's all of this, and you can blame them. And one of the things that he uses here is that language around Michelle Obama, that (laughs) he says, wicked devil Michelle Obama, the linebacker with a big roll of silver dollars in her pants. Like, very sexist you know she is you know they they used to say that she was particularly fit 
um, and in good shape. And so he blows that up. And now suddenly in his mind, she is a linebacker. And then he uses Miss Wokey Woke as like a pejorative way to, again, reframe uh, a liberal term and uh, almost uh, play to people's sexism and racism um, and sort of hatred for people who are more inclusive, people who are quote unquote woke and uh, and reframe all of that and, and get people riled up. And so he uses that language there to get people riled up, to get them in, a, in a, you know, anger, to to agree with him on those things before he starts planting all of his other ideas with other things that you should also agree with um, and but might not be quote-unquote, educated enough about yet. And so this is sort of his pattern here, and it's really interesting. Yeah, and we hear him going further and further into this metaphors that he's talking about. So he has this thing with rhyming that he does, which, you know, the plantation to the reservation, which, again, we talk about something that is very sexist and racist here as he's describing this. And then he says we're going to get down to the brass tacks, which... You know, brass tacks, of course, is a classic kinesthetic metaphor for being able to get down to something that is the real deal and we're not going to be playing around anymore. So going down the rabbit hole, getting down to brass tacks, um, the wicked devil, uh, Michelle Obama, as he talks about. So think about all of what he's been saying. He has this God metaphor of we're going to talk to you about God, but we're not just going to be talking to you about God. We're also going to be talking to you about Satan. And so when he uses the word devil, let's understand that he is loading that term and there's so much that he is attaching to that and he doesn't say it lightly at all. Now in this next clip, we're going to be actually going to the start of an episode of Alex Jones. So you're going to be hearing here some intro music and he's going to be talking in this clip about um, pedophiles and he's going to be talking about this idea of he's going to be playing this clip of a trans activist that is making a point about how trans people are, you know, being killed. And he's going to be taking that and kind of twisting it into something else. But I want you at the very start here just to pay attention to even how he introduces this. Now, the intro music is by White Zombie, and it's the song Children of the Grave. Now, I swear, like, if Alex Jones doesn't do many things right, like, whoever is picking this music for him, they're doing a pretty good job to at least to match their theme. Because every time you look up this music, it has, like, some metaphor to it. So this is Children of the Grave by White Zombie. And um, we're going to be hearing how he takes this and, you know, spends it. And uh, we're again, this is a clip that we don't necessarily we don't agree with what he's saying here, um, but we do want to break down. Why is it that he's able to get away with saying these kind of things? So let's take a listen to this. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on this live Tuesday, October 29th, 2019 Worldwide Broadcast. And if you're not feeling a sense of urgency about what's happening in the world, you're blind. You're not paying attention. The future of humanity is on the edge. And humanity is barely winning this race against the anti-human globalists. 
by just a few inches, by a nose right now. DrudgeReport.com has the headline that Republicans fear a 2020 wipeout. And there is an article from Axios that breaks it down. So we'll put DrudgeReport.com on screen, please. Uh, the GOP nightmare scenario, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be going over all of that. We also now learn it's an Army officer who heard Trump's Ukraine call reported concerns. But there's a recording of it. And there's a transcript. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and that's what the media is claiming. Who knows if that's even true? Because now we're told the whistleblower won't be testifying and they've been having these hearings that no one shows up at. So that's all coming up, uh, today as well. We're going to have open phones, but the first thing I want to get to is there is an invasion. There is a movement worldwide of sexualizing children. And when elementary schools try to have events for free speech saying don't sexualize our children, very aggressive people show up and have to be arrested. And that ties in with, oh, drag queen accidentally flashes their genitals at children. There's no accidental. This is going on. They're following a script. Here's Will Johnson in Austin, Texas last night. Thank you, Jonathan. Um, well, I've been directly involved in this battle professionally Martin, for almost a year. One black transgender woman fatally shot. Today, where black transgender woman speaking as a father of three young children in ISD. Cameron, twenty-seven, a black transgender woman was fatally shot in Prince George County. Where Legato, twenty-one, black transgender woman who was fatally shot in Cleveland. Malaysia Booker, twenty-three. So imagine a 300-pound man wearing a red wig wants to charge in an elementary school that's having to have a demonstration by parents saying, do not sexualize our children, do not let men in dresses have contact with them, many of them convicted child molesters. And the police drag this man off and he charges back in repeatedly till he gets arrested and then begins squealing this, we've got to get near your children or black trans men are going to be killed. Uh, help us, uh, give us access to your children or we're all dead. And there's all these videos of them coming to the city councils and saying, we're here to groom your children. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so wonderful. And a man has been convicted of killing a mother and two little girls. But it's okay, the media says, because he's trans. He went in the house, raped and tortured him to death. We're going to tell you about that. Not this individual in Austin. This is a story out of Connecticut. Uh, it's all coming up. Just howling, screaming, big fat man with red wigs saying, I'm a woman. Give me access to those kids. <laughs> Give me those children. <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> I need your children. Yeah. 
across the space-time continuum. The demon forces try to punch through into our dimension. Will you stand against them? So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Jones. And, man, I don't know where to start with that. Uh, This was really a very emotionally provocative clip. Um, He actually goes on like this for half of an episode, which is for him about four hours. And he continues to go in that style of energy talking about pedophiles and how your children will be killed and your children will be murdered and, you know, that that type of thing. Um, Now, the thing to realize about this is that as horrible as that is, he gets a lot of people to keep watching him because of the amount of drama, because of the amount of emotion that he just evoked there. And so people will watch it only to say, man, this guy is freaking crazy. But then they keep tuning in because they and then as they keep tuning in, they start to go, well, maybe he's not so wrong about that or maybe he's not so wrong about this other thing. But in the meantime, think about the types of things that he is saying. I mean, this is like a daytime, you know, paternity test type TV show. Why do those type of of fight talk shows, you know, stay on the air? Well, it's because people are addicted to the drama and they are they want that sort of fighting, you know, that goes on um, between them. And that's what he is stirring up here. This enormous amount of energy. Now, notice how he builds up with this clip of the trans activist that was talking and that he was the trans activist was talking really, really quickly. And there was a lot of they were, I guess, trying to um, pull him away from the scene or, you know, something like that. And as he was talking so quickly and stuff was happening, you just feel the energy of the rally or the the event of what was going on that was just increasing this discord, increasing the emotion. And then right as that fades off, Alex Jones comes in with, imagine a 300-pound man wearing a red wig wants to barge into an elementary school. And it's like, wait, what? We don't even have time to critically process it because at that point, it's already gone in and we have been unable to do anything with it. Yeah, and what he's doing here is, again, is like building that uh, that sense of urgency there, that idea that, you know, uh, the future of humanity is on the edge. Um, they've just got their, the, they feel as though Trump is just barely ahead in the world right now, but then there's these anti-human globalists, there's this horrible force of evil that's coming, and part of that are those you know the the homosexuals and and uh, the and trans people who are going to come and uh, and steal your children. And he he leans into this so heavily that he that he almost turns into like that Halloween demon voice. You know, really scary monster voice there that you know might bounce off a lot of people. But for somebody who's particularly impressionable somebody who's already leaned into his message right there, somebody who, you know, might be easily scared or frightened or have children that they really worry about, or maybe something's happened to them in the past. They might really cling to this and really get scared when he's leaning into this with his voice and his emotion and ramping that up and amplifying all of that right there. This is something that's really powerful and he knows he's doing it like this is acting he's really putting on a character and acting a certain way 
for the sake of scaring people. And, you know, it, it, it's something that's effective and it's something that he does really, really well to not just figuratively demonize the other side, but literally demonize the other side and become a demon himself in playing the other side. Yeah, he goes into that acting and he really steps into those voices of the demon and of and, and who is the demon exactly? Like he's saying that this demon is the who the the trans activist that is talking that a trans black woman was killed, you know, this one was killed. Like is that the demon? Is that who he's, you know, talking about that that person is is a demon? Well, he makes them so by going into this, you know, acting and stepping into that role, you know, so, so fully. All right. I think that's all the time we've got for today. Tune in next week for the second half of this episode on Alex Jones. In uh, that episode, we're going to be covering even more of the themes that we just talked about and the other metaphors and symbolic language that Alex Jones uses every single day to influence all of his many hundreds of thousands of listeners. Now, if you really enjoyed the show, please remember to scroll down in the show notes and click the link that talks about the Patreon page. You can subscribe to the show for as little as $3 and really support the show and get all of our patreon exclusive content you can also do that through visiting our website subliminallycorrect.com go up to the right hand side there click support and that's going to take you to our page thank you we really appreciate your support please also remember to follow us on twitter and facebook and remember to go to itunes where you can rate and review the show five stars please and give us your feedback You can also reach us by email on our site. And until then, we look forward to seeing you next week.